and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Kate Hallowell. I'm Kaya McMullen, filling in for the lovely Liz Kelly. We miss her. Um, we do. And this is Amelia Wedemeyer, sorry. Um, and you know what? Today, we are checking in with relationship news. We're doing a little Geely. I'm uh. sure everyone's excited for that. And you know what? We're checking back in on Gwyneth. We gotta. She's had such a difficult time, you guys. We have to check in on her. She's Leave really Gwyneth struggling. alone. <laughs> We're going to get to it at the end. Before we get into the first category, follow us on Twitter at teatime underscore 33. Follow us on Instagram at teatimepod. And before we get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. First category, we are checking in with celeb relationship news. Uh, obviously, the big thing this week is Benefer 2021. Huge news. Amelia and Amanda did an emergency podcast on Jam Session that has all the details about the Montana fling and the emails and all of that. So if you want to talk, if you want to hear about that, go listen to that. But I know, I just know in my soul that Amelia has more to say. So we're just going to just take it away off the top. Thank Let's you. Let's hear about Benifer. Well, it's weird because I don't think there has been any updates not that I've like noticed just that, you uh-huh. know, Montana. Oh, they did say like Alex Rodriguez might be jealous because he was mm. like, go Yankees to some random paparazzi. <laughs> oh, um, no. And, you know, Ben wow. Affleck is a noted Red Sox fan. Um, yes. So, you know, there's, there's been reaction. a lot of like investigation of like the little signs <laughs> that I yes. guess we should have noticed. And I'm having Ooh. a hard time telling if it's just like hindsight 2020 like are we seeing the things like are we seeing the things we want to see or great what are some of the signs like that song that j-lo supposedly sang right she's saying sweet caroline which is apparently a boston i didn't know it was a boston song i guess it's a boston song and then she sang some other song from her a Jenny on the Block album or JLo album, the one that has Jenny on the Block on it and that she never sings because apparently she wrote it for Ben. Right. And, but then she sang it at this um, a charity event that he oh, was also Oh, the Vax at. Live yes, concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think people are reading too much into it, but <laughs> see, that's what I wonder as well. But I mean, I guess, you know, it's happening. Uh, yeah, I, I just have a lot of feelings about how she can do better. I think I said this on our last podcast before it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, I mean, it's fine and it's entertaining and I'm sure you guys talked about this, but like, they're just like a very celebrity, celebrity couple. Yeah. And I appreciate that right now. Like I need that in my life. But in the long run, I just like, I just feel like she can do better. I just can't get the back tattoo out of my head. In my <laughs> well, life. I mean, literally the last time we were talking about him was because he was like sending that creepy Raya video. Right. So it's like, <laughs> and now you're dating J-Lo. <laughs> I, it doesn't make sense. Um, oh but you know, we can talk more about them uh, when we get to cringe mode and just their general mm-hmm. history. Uh, in other relationship news, I want to talk about these like simultaneous friend coworker pregnancies. <laughs> I was like, this is a trend. And then I was like, okay, there have been two in the past six months that I can think of. So like maybe not a trend, but I just want to talk about it in general because two out of three Little Mix members uh, debuted their pregnancies this past week. Uh, Leanne Pinnock and Perry Edwards are both pregnant with their significant others. And they were at the on the Brits red carpet with Jade and they were showing off their baby bellies their matching bumps. And she was in the middle, like doing the little like Vanna White poses with the baby bumps. Super cute. Yeah. And just like I have so many questions about the logistics of this. Like, is, is it planned? I'm sure it is in terms of like. It just seems like a coincidence. Maybe not. Or it seems like you more than a coincidence. You think they plan to get pregnant at the same time? <laughs> Maybe. Well, <laughs> I mean, if professionally, it would make sense. The Kardashians did it. That's true. Uh, so, and also, I just wanted to bring another example. The Pen15 stars uh, oh, were both love pregnant that. at the same time uh, earlier this year in January. And I just, I did, and that was, I guess what I wanted to discuss is, do we think these people do it on purpose? Do we think it's like a professional move? Like they plan that they're going to have this at the same time so that, especially with little mix, like, so then they're both kind of, they can make their comebacks at the same time. I don't know if it's so much planned, but it does kind of make sense if like, for example, like the pen 15 girls, like, you know, they have the same like career path, right. you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, they may simultaneously reach this point in their career where they're right. like, okay, I think I could like have a kid right now. So it's not so much planned, but they're like, like right path they're in the up. same stage at the same time that makes sense with little mix too is like they both have these significant others they're both sort of in this sort of transitional time where someone else left the group they're in this like work-life balance that's true that makes sense with the kardashians though we think that was planned right the kardashians plan everything yeah yeah they must I <laughs> they mean, had that like triple sister pregnancy a couple years ago yeah. oh my gosh and i think they also i mean like i mean i'm not saying that you can't be closer to friends than actual family. But, you know, they I mean, the the Kardashians are so close and I think they enjoy the whole cousin aspect of it. And like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, our kids are all like look the same and they all, (laughs) um, you know, are the same age and like blah, 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 blah. blah. And I I don't know. It's there's like an extra weirdness to it. You're so right. (laughs) Uh, Kai, I know you wanted to shout out. Right. Yeah. So I was like racking my brain because I feel like this happens a lot. But then like when I started thinking about it, I couldn't like think of anyone and then I tried to like Google and Google wasn't giving me anything but I did think of the Bella twins got a yes. for Liz uh, they both got pregnant like the same time but they're also sisters so yeah. sort of counts but yeah that, that is was very that was really cute though actually that was a really yeah. adorable yeah. sequence are the Bella twins they're identical twins right I think so. So like technically I mean if we're going by genetics that means like <laughs> their kids are cousins 
slash like kind of half siblings. Yeah. I d- oh yeah. You know, huh? I should, Isn't that weird? I should know more about how that works. That's always so weird when like you see on BuzzFeed or something when like a pair of identical twins marries a pair of identical twins. And it's like, are their kids going to be identical even though they're cousins? Because it's like the same. Yes. Pairs. Mm-hmm. I should know more about this as a triplet, but I just don't. I've oh. chosen not to uh, research this. Well, I understand. But just always you live weird. It. Science. Yeah, she lives it. Yeah, you're Science. right. That's me. Um, all right, on to the next relationship news. On Kaya. to the next one. Aubrey Plaza is married. She wow. announced this week, surprising, in like an Instagram caption. She's like, oh, love my husband, that she had married uh, Jeff Baina. He is a, I think a screenwriter. Um, mm-hmm. There's not really a lot to say about him hmm. outside of that. <laughs> He's like pretty, pretty low key. I think I saw somewhere that he only has like 400 followers on Twitter. So oh. um, congrats to them. Very like Aubrey Plaza way of breaking news. Just yeah. like saying it in a caption, like not making a big deal of it and then just letting the internet eat itself. Yeah, next... pretty much. I saw a lot of people were disappointed, but... Um... Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I've made my peace with it. She was never going to pick me. It's fine. You don't have to subtweet me. Sorry on this to Elizabeth oh Olsen and yeah. then also Dakota Johnson. Yes. Mm. All right. Last piece of relationship news. Amelia uh, hit it. Yes, I just... Briefly want to talk about Travis and Courtney, another Kardashian. They're I, um, just everywhere. They are everywhere. It's, I mean, I just am afraid for the eventual breakup. I mean, who knows? I hope they last together forever. But uh, they are, uh, you know, we've we've gotten the, the whole like Instagram stories where they're on each other's TikToks. He gave her some flowers from a bunch of flowers from Mother's Day. There's that video of her sucking his thumb that I've watched like <laughs> upwards of 20 times. Why? Um, <laughs> I, it's just like, I, it's like I'm in a trance and I'm like, wow. Um, and, sure. Uh, Whatever floats your boat, Amelia. <laughs> we don't kink shame on this podcast. Oh, God. Um, and then he got a tattoo over mm. like his heart or something that said like Courtney and like very fun, uh, fancy script. And then they posted a video and she is tattooing him, I guess, with I love you written in her handwriting. So is, where is she finding the room on his body <laughs> to do this? That's, <laughs> that's a great creative. question. It's <laughs> a great question because he even has tattoos on the top of his head. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I so. would write there because then if you fuck it up, like he's never going to see it. You know? Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. I'll do it there. On. Yeah. My handwriting's really bad. So that's what I'd go with. Um, all right. I guess well, rooting for them. Amelia, please stop watching that video. Uh, you don't have to do that. All right. Next category. Equally chaotic. This is the mishmash category. Uh, not worth the tea this week in social media. And then just like some miscellaneous stuff that we wanted to talk about at the end. Mm-hmm. Off the top, I'm just going to complain just real quick. Just going to warn you. This is not worth the tea. We've talked a lot on this podcast about the Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter, Joshua Bassett sort of love rhombus Mm -hmm. if you Mm will (laughs) oh rhombus um, it's not a rhombus it's a triangle it's like a v uh anyway joshua bassett in an interview this week was talking about you know just different celebrities stuff like that and harry styles came up and he was talking about it he was like harry styles is great and he goes also he's really hot and then he goes i guess this is my coming out video kind of just like an offhanded comment just like talking about harry styles and i didn't Mm -hmm. think much of it so 
you know, I saw this quote. I was like, I mean, yeah, everyone thinks Harry Styles is hot. Like, yeah, what's, breaking what, news. It's a fact. I don't know what we're debating here. So then I like log on to Twitter later in the day and see that Joshua Bassett is trending worldwide. And I was oh, like, no. what goes on? So I click on it, just expecting to see, you know, something about Harry Styles, I guess. And all these people are making all these jokes about how Joshua Bassett was like leading on these women when he was gay the whole time. He was like, Olivia's writing songs about him while he's pining for Harry Styles. Just all these like, in my opinion, pretty poor Mm -hmm. taste jokes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, I know, listen, it's Twitter. People are going to get their jokes off. They're going to get the memes off for the fake internet points. And like, that's fine. I think what annoyed me the most was like, nobody outside of Gen Z and who listens to this podcast knows who Joshua Bassett is, right? So this is supposed to be like the the teens and the young millennials who are supposed to be like very accepting, very open-minded. They're supposed right. to understand mm. like the complexities of sexuality. So when this 20-year-old man says that he thinks Harry Styles is hot, like why are we pretending that he cannot also be in a relationship with either of these girls? It just really bugged me. Uh, yeah. And luckily yeah. there's been sort of like some backlash to the backlash being like, guys, can we <laughs> relax, please? He's 20 years old. He's figuring it out. Uh, and he's attracted to Harry Styles like everyone else in the They're world. Like, who is it? You know? <laughs> right. So it just like, it became a big deal. It shouldn't have been a big deal. He like had to make a statement saying he's figuring things out. I was like, guys, this oh. just was like unforced. And also, I just think, like, as an apology from the universe to Joshua Bassett, Harry Styles needs to cover a driver's license. It just seems like that (laughs) is an apology from the world that I would accept. I think it would be a great fit uh, for his voice. And I expect that on my desk tomorrow. So (laughs) thank you for that. Um, Also, speaking of driver's license, uh, I don't know why I've sub headed this underneath that I thought that like had something to do with the Brits but uh Olivia Rodrigo got to meet Taylor Swift at the Brits and it was cute I don't know maybe I'm a sucker but I was super cute first of all she looked great at the Brits she also has a new song coming out tomorrow and a new album at the end of May I'm really excited Hmm. for she's like really kind of making it I think she like has reached she has like gone past sort of like one time one hit wonder with driver's Mm -hmm. license she get, Deja Vu has been a hit both I love on the radio and on TikTok. I know. I didn't like it at first and it has really grown really on me. Really grown on me. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure her next one tomorrow is going to be great as well. And she just like, it feels kind of like the pre, not necessarily this big, but like the pre Ariana Grande thing where like she suddenly Ooh, started showing up at right. all these huge award shows and it was like this big jump. Like just performing driver's license at the Brits next to Taylor Swift and next yeah. to Harry Styles and like anyone else who do a Lipa just seems like a big jump. Yeah. So I'm all for it. We're, we're pro Olivia on this. Yeah. Podcast. And she's going to be on SNL, I think. Right. Uh, yes. Wow. Weekend, yeah. So That's good for she's her. doing it. She's nice. doing it. We're happy for um, her. All right. This is a very <laughs> large leap into another not worth the tea. Demi Lovato has made me miss Quibi. And I will tell you why. Demi Lovato has a show where she is investigating UFOs and she's doing it on Peacock. And I just think, sure, if this show was going to air anywhere, it should have aired on Quibi. It's a match made in Oh my God. You're right. Mm. She... Debbie Lovato and friends will investigate recent eyewitness encounters, uncover secret government reports, and conduct tests at known UFO hotspots. Uh, According to the release, Lovato is a true believer who hopes to convince her friends, family, and millions of followers that not only, this is the best part, not only are there intelligent beings beyond Earth, but that they are already here. Um, 
Okay. So it said that the goal is, is for Demi to learn enough about extraterrestrial life that she can initiate some close encounters. <laughs> um, Listen, hmm. of all the <laughs> unexplained phenomenon, like I guess I believe in aliens the most. Mm. Mm-hmm. The galaxy is a big place, but I... I just, this is wild to me. Why would you, why, why, why? <laughs> yeah, this is like a very, it's a left turn for her, for it sure. Is. Uh, it is. I can't say that I'll be tuning in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, it that, just, I, it would have been such a great fit on Quibi. And I I'm know. so sad that it didn't make it. I mean, yeah. So are we going to follow her to like area 50? What is it? 51? Area, area 51. 51. Yeah. I would or, love to watch her break in there. <laughs> oh my God. I would watch that. I would tune in for her. Yeah. I could yeah. totally see her like rocking like, you know, those little tiny sunglasses, like mm-hmm. just wearing yeah. like a very like extravagant stuff that like you don't need to wear to be traveling to area 51. Just being like, right. okay, so we're in the aliens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me in and show them to me. It's just also, I, I find it funny. I totally agree with you that, you know, it should have been on Quibi because this thing should not be longer than five minutes. Um, <laughs> but I do find it interesting that Peacock has some of the weirdest dumbest shows and it's just there and you know what (laughs) maybe that's maybe they're kind of absorbing all of the great stuff yeah the spiritual successor to quibi yes i like that Uh, we're gonna have to keep an eye on (laughs) i try not to i try not to remember Quibi. i can't believe i brought it up on purpose um yeah we're gonna have to keep an eye on peacock Mm-hmm. If this is if this is what they're bringing Can't to the wait. table, <laughs> yeah, this is very solidly our lane. <laughs> it's promising. Oh All right, Amelia, what's next? Who? Okay, so I think this occurred on last Friday, maybe. Um, right after we got done recording. Always. Classic. It it truly is every um, time. And I think I discovered these pictures when I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, and I think it was Seth Rogen had posted. Mm-hmm pictures from the set of his new series Pam and Tommy for Hulu about uh Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee uh she is uh, she was on Baywatch she was a huge sex symbol in the 90s he was part of Motley Crue and they got together and they had a sex tape that kind of I wouldn't say it was like the first celebrity sex tape but I think it was kind of one of the first really big celebrity mm-hmm. sex tapes um that people actively sought. Uh, And it's just going to chronicle their relationship and the sale of the sex tape. The someone stole it. I think Seth Rogen is playing that character. And anyway, Uh, hmm. most importantly, everyone freaked out for a number of reasons. One, because Seth Rogen shaved his a beard and they were like, wow, he looks so different. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what happens when you shave a beard. Um, and then too, I think we were all, I, I want to say pleasantly surprised with how yeah. Sebastian Stan and more so Lily James have transformed mm-hmm. into Tommy and Pam. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that was really what kind of, I don't want to say broke the internet, but broke my Twitter well, feed mm-hmm. uh, yeah. was the two of them. I think part of it was like Sebastian Stan. They, first of all, they did like the iconic picture where oh, she's right, biting right. his nipple <laughs> ring, which like, iconic. I mean, you got to do forget. it. You do. You got to do it. You do. Uh, and obviously, you know, listen, we love Sebastian Stan on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. The internet at large is just like really thirsty for Sebastian Stan. So that was part of it. <laughs> He's shirtless. His nipples are pierced. Like, what else are we going to do? Do you think uh, they're really pierced? No. no. I mean, that's definitely fake. Okay. Uh, 
Guys, no. remember? Remember our nipple piercing investigation with uh, Governor Cuomo? Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, that just brought me back when we were talking oh about fake nipple piercing. Oh, uh, anyway, weird time. Um, yeah, no, I don't think they really are. But, and then I think the other half of it was that she looks so different. Something yeah. about the makeup mm-hmm. and the angles that they were photographing her. Yes. She looks like an entirely different person, which people were like, do you know how makeup works? Yes, we know how makeup <laughs> works. She just looks different. She does. She looks exactly like Pamela. Yeah. 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 I think part of it too, is that like people were pretty like meh on her casting right. when right. it came yes. out. Exactly. Like, her Guilty. really yeah. <laughs> she's done I mean she's she's British she's done Downton Abbey she's done a lot yeah. of like wow. period dramas blah 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 mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think it was the most like obvious choice right. but then when these pictures came out people were like okay I'm in I, including all of us yeah, yeah I like cannot wait for this series to drop yep checks all our boxes really <laughs> it, does. Mm-hmm. it does yeah alright also in social media uh, you know every it seems like every week one of these videos goes viral and it's like some sort of disgusting Mm. food habit and it's not like those recipe videos that we used to see it's like the tabletop nachos or someone making hamburger helper in a toilet or like (laughs) (laughs) some sort of like horrific thing where people then are like oh my god do people in the midwest america uh, do this? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. why are they doing this? And then everyone's like, no, we don't do this. And then they blow up and they go viral. So it turns out uh, Ryan Broderick for Eater wrote about mm. how a lot of these videos are made by the same person. And oh. it's a Vegas magician named Rick Lax. What? And he has like this. I highly recommend the article. I'm not going to do it justice. But he has <laughs> sort of this network of like entertainers and video people and all these people who make these videos. So they made the tabletop nachos video. Mm. They made the one this week that went viral, which is like spaghetti on a spaghetti. counter. <laughs> where you just, right. Someone's just like laying. And, yeah. and people take these seriously. People are like, oh my God, like, why would you so ever do that? People get so mad at yeah. these on Twitter. It's so stop mad. taking the bait. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. So all of these are just made basically to go viral and to just like freak people out and, and make them share them. So my point is, they're not real. No one's eating <laughs> spaghetti off the counter unless you're a dog. And stop <laughs> sharing them. Stop freaking out about it because it's working. And we're better yeah. than this. We're better than this as a society. Um, wow. Don't make table nachos. Don't do it. Yeah. Just don't. Don't make Although toilet guys, ice cream. Don't do that. Although, can I make a quick recommendation? Their uh, yeah. pesto eggs are, have gone oh. viral on TikTok. And I've made them like the last four days in a row. Whoa. They're so good. Oh, my oh God. My God. Okay. Just, listen, huh. you put some pesto in a pan. And instead of like whatever oil you would usually fry your eggs in, crack some eggs in them, fry up the eggs in the pesto, put it on avocado toast, bacon, whatever. It's like gone very viral on TikTok. That one's legit. Try the pesto eggs. Okay. Try that one. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, All right. Two more. This category is really long. (laughs) Two more small updates. We're getting there. (laughs) Um, Unfortunate Crocs update from last week. We mentioned, I think that was last week. You guys were talking about uh, Justin Bieber sending Victoria Beckham Crocs. And she was like, I'd rather die. And we're like, correct. Uh, Well, then this week, Nicki Minaj posted a photo of her wearing like pink Crocs with like some charms on them and the Crocs website crashed. So, you know, well, not great. <laughs> I like am genuinely curious how much they're paying celebrities to wear Crocs and like how much these endorsement deals are worth. 
how much like would you, I don't know I don't even know where to begin how much you would have to be Nicki Minaj and be like pay me this much money to wear Crocs unless she really likes them but I just don't believe that's true I almost feel like it's like just hot people being like look at me I can wear Crocs <laughs> and still be hot like look how hot I am that point. I can make Crocs work yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's horrible. We have to stop. We have to stop them somehow. <laughs> Victoria no. Beckham, where are you? Oh, we God. need you. We do. And then wrapping it up, Yellen show. It's done. It's ending. Wow. wow. Nineteen Huge. seasons. This hmm. one is going to be the last. So congrats to Tea Time. Congrats to Dakota Johnson. <laughs> we did it. Um, she gave this whole long interview with the Hollywood Reporter that I read like half <sighs> of. I was like, really? They're spending this much time on it? She said. The show is not ending because of the allegations of, you know, like a really terrible workplace situation. But it's always been supposed to end after this next season. Sure. Um, She did say that the allegations that it was a really toxic workplace really hurt her. um, But yet managed to not take any responsibility for it whatsoever. (laughs) Right. I saw that she said something about how like, my celeb, like the celebrities who came in or like my friends who came in always had a great time or like right. had a really good experience. Right. I'm like, Shocking. your celebrity guests on your show are <laughs> right. not having the same experience as the intern in Cubicle 3, Ellen. Like, I don't exactly. know exactly. how you would ever make that comparison. Also just killed me that she was like, it's not a challenge anymore. Oh, right. Yeah, sure, Ellen. Yeah, okay. actually, also one tidbit is that like, this last season when it opened with her being like, I'm so sorry. Like her, I'm sorry episode. Uh, That was like the highest rated episode, like in a while. But then after that, Hmm. the ratings tanked. So interesting. Well, hopefully they'll, they'll give that slap to someone much more deserving. Like Kelly Clarkson. Ooh. Ooh. I would love that. Yeah. I'm all for her show. Me too. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. 
You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, should we do it, you guys? It's time. Yes. It's time for <laughs> cringe mode Gili. Now, Liz Kelly is out this week. However, uh, it was coincidental that this movie was suggested by the lovely Kaya McMullen. And mm-hmm. then Liz left and Kaya had to fill in. And mm-hmm. Kaya had to watch this movie, which is really just karmic justice. I played myself. Kaya, I really did. You exactly. certainly did. You set yourself up because if you had suggested this movie and we had watched it and you had not, uh, that would have been the source of just like a, oh a, a grudge that would have gone for a very for, long time. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's for the best that you did have to watch this with us. And I would love to hear a brief summary for those listeners who are fortunate enough to have never seen this movie. Right. All right. Well, before that, I'll just start off with um, some stats. Uh, this movie Please. got a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 13% audience score. Um, here are some review Ooh. highlights from the time. Now we can see why the Jennifer Lopez-Ben Affleck marriage was called off. It was on grounds of unreasonable cruelty to audiences. That was from oh the God. Daily Mail. Wow. <laughs> After the Schadenfreudian thrill of watching beautiful people humiliate themselves wears off, it has the same annihilating effect on your will to live. That oh, God. God. So. <laughs> oh, harsh but fair. <laughs> harsh but fair. Let's go through the plot. So. Ben Affleck works as some sort of hitman, fixer. <laughs> His name is Larry Sheely, which is the terrible movie name. Awful. And he is assigned to kidnap the brother of a federal prosecutor who seems to have some sort of mental disability. It's extremely problematic. Yeah, we'll uh, age very terribly. And then so he takes him and then Jennifer Lopez's character, Ricky, shows up because she thinks that he can't get the job done by himself. Hijinks ensue. It has the whole like <laughs> romantic comedy of will they, won't they. She's allegedly a lesbian. Uh, a lot of questions about that <laughs> that we'll also get into. <laughs> they kind of just spend some time with him uh, and then they end up like ride, literally driving off into the sunset together. Uh, that's about Al Pacino shows up and kills someone. <laughs> that's so <laughs> shocking. Yes. This movie makes no sense, Kaya. You did a great <laughs> job. Yeah, Thank you. Truly. There's very little here to work with. Yeah. Um, let's, we really tried to find some highlights. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's, let's try to dig some highlights out here. Amelia, start us off. Um, you know, I will say this was... Uh, kind of a Herculean task, but <laughs> I really thought Jennifer Lopez's skin was glowing. Um, and I would love to know her routine because when I say like, like it, she looked great. I mean, like her skin was tr- just like I wanted to touch it. It was it's how I always feel. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I mean, most of our highlights are JLo related. What else is there? <laughs> yeah. uh, 
she's really mean to Ben in this movie for mm-hmm. a, a lot of this movie, which wasn't not fun to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. She's just like truly really mean to him and just breaks him down for like a good half hour uh, yeah. in the first half of the movie. Um, so that was enjoyable to watch, mm-hmm. I suppose. Sure. <laughs> just break his ego. Um, so that was a highlight. And, and our literally like our last sort of all related highlight yeah. is much like the wedding planner, which we did on Cringe Mode a while back. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything that Jayla wears in this movie from 2003 is just all the yeah. way back in. It's yeah. every Every single trend like I have seen on TikTok in the past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got the cropped shirt. She's got the cropped tanks. <laughs> she's got the low rise jeans. She's got mm-hmm. everything. She's got the mini skirt with high yes. boots. She has the layered necklaces even. That is like yeah. huge on TikTok. Yeah. That's so And funny. I don't know whether I should be like concerned about that, but like she looks great in it. Uh, the jeans oh, well, are concerning. The jeans are really concerning. The first outfit she shows up in is literally like a cinched crop top with like very low rise jeans. And then she's like bending over and you can like see her butt crack. And I'm like, that reminds me of what happens <laughs> when you wear low rise jeans and try yep. to like offer it. That's why this is we such a problem. We can't let it happen. We just can't. No, um, that's true. That yeah, is true. Amelia, what else What else from her clothing oh, did you I, enjoy? Okay, so like, I don't know how to... So there's a scene in the film. I hate this scene And so it's much. like, they, even though she's like a lesbian, which I mean, you know, sexuality is on a scale. I get it. But it just felt a little disingenuous to me. And uh-huh. they're sitting on the bed <laughs> and she randomly is just like, I want you to eat me out. And she goes, it's turkey time. Gobble, gobble, which I just, uh, I, saw, I don't know what that means. Um, I almost had to turn the movie off of this. Yeah. It's just very weird, but I will say that I loved her kimono that she was wearing. It was gorgeous. <laughs> that but, was nice. Um, gorgeous yeah. kimono. Unfortunately, not the focus of the scene, but I agree. Oh my God. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle, last highlight. Last highlight. I guess I feel like I have more insight now into why <laughs> JLo and Ben Affleck split in the first place. I could see like wanting to distance yourself from every single part of this movie, including potentially your oh, fiance. God. As soon as it's over. So, yeah, that's, I, totally agree. Yeah, Just throw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Be done with that area of your life. Oh, uh, let's get into the lowlights. Um, <laughs> listen, I just had no idea what this movie was about, and I was not prepared for any of it. I did not, I mean, we can get into this more later, but I did not know she was a lesbian. And then I thought Mm-mm. like she was like pretending to be a lesbian just so they right. wouldn't hit on her. And then it was like, no, actually, she's a lesbian, but also like they're sort of in love. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <sighs> Like her ex-girlfriend shows up and like, that's fine. And then like, he's really pissed. And like, they're just, we're so many, their sex scenes are just awful. Absolutely terrible. They're really bad. The Uh, language, the dialogue they use to describe like sex in this movie is the least sexy thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I I mean, and yeah, I mean, I guess that takes us right into my next low light, which is there's this scene where- J-Lo is doing yoga, which, first of all, great. Love to watch J-Lo doing yoga. Mm-hmm. I would do it all day if I could. Uh, and it's a very long scene, which normally, yes, again, like so I would long. be fine with. I would love to watch J-Lo do yoga for a long time. However, fucking Larry <laughs> <laughs> posted up talking to J-Lo. And this scene, she's like talking about, again, like I'm a lesbian. I'm not interested in you. Right. And then he goes on this whole rant about how like, 
lesbians are at a genetic disadvantage mm-hmm. because they're trying to make up for the fact that like they can't replace the male anatomy mm-hmm. in their lives. And then like she starts talking about how like women are actually superior and it's women's bodies that are actually biologically blah, blah, blah. And they go back and forth and back and forth for literally okay. 10 minutes. Like, it's so long. <laughs> really long. They get very explicit, but like not again, like just like in the least sexy way possible. Right. And it was just absolutely excruciating. It was terrible. I'm like, who who greenlit this? Who like watched this and was like, yep, that's good. That's good. Let's leave all this in. Oh, all of it. It was so cringy just to listen. Like, what are you? People don't talk like that. It was just no. like very weird. It was very weird. So many things wrong with it. Oh, man. Amelia, what else is a low light? I would say, I don't know if you guys noticed this too, but there was like background music. Yeah. And half the time it was like weird Seinfeld transition noises. So it was like, <laughs> and you know, like on one of those keyboards or it's like, ding, 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 ding. and it was just like, okay, this feels a little out of place. And then the other half was like this like sweeping soundtrack kind of maudlin music. Like at the right. end when they're all, when they go to the Baywatch set and then Larry's just like looking at the Brian character and he's just like, oh my God, I'm so happy he's enjoying his life. And it's just like, this is like, just the tone is so straight. I mean, I don't get it. It was just very weird. Very yeah. Weird. yeah. Didn't make I, sense at all. I don't know what else to say. A lot of weird choices in this movie. <laughs> so it's many. So many. Um, also, I just want to point out that this movie is legitimately boring. Like, oh my God, it's yeah. just, it was really hard to watch and it doesn't make sense. I don't understand oh. why you would want to make a film, let alone watch a film that no one has interest in. Yeah. It's- I saw I saw a review that described it as like the worst off off Broadway play where it's like <laughs> there are like three locations and it's like four characters and they just talk to each other the whole time and have these monologues that are supposed to be meaningful but like they're not. Oh. And the tone is really weird and I was like, "Yes, that's like the exact vibe." Is like yeah. the really cheap like yeah. off budget play that you had oh. to go to. Uh yes. where the leads have no chemistry and everything's bad. It was like one of those movies where you're watching and it's really bad and you're like checking to see how much longer is left. And you're like, God, I really hope the credits are like really long. And that's why there's like 20 minutes left. And like maybe 10 minutes of that is like credits because this just needs to end. Yeah. And this is a two hour movie. (laughs) Yeah. Insane. I don't want the best of times. Like, no, I'm pissed every every time we watch a movie that's two hours. Doesn't matter what it is. This movie of all in the movie needs to be like a tight 90 minutes. It yes. Absolutely. Agreed. I mean, other even, than not happening. Yeah. That's the other than best. that. But like <laughs> even at the at, like the whole Baywatch scene when they're finally there right. and the guy is like, I'm going to participate in this Baywatch. I mean, that scene went on for years. Right. It was. <laughs> Can so we get some weirdness? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Uh, that's a good transition to talk about. I think probably the worst thing about the <laughs> yeah. movie, which oh is my God. Uh, Justin Bartha's character, Brian. Mm-hmm. He plays oh. a mentally disabled character who mm-hmm. is kidnapped for the purposes of like, you know, scaring this federal prosecutor into doing whatever they want them to do. I, that was never clear what he, I was they, just like, going to say. It yeah. was wildly <laughs> unclear. <laughs> uh and he is by far aged, aged the worst. The Terrible. performance, I- oh incredibly offensive. Yeah. The plot based around him 
extremely offensive. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what else to say other than just like yikes times. Yeah. Like just yep. so out of touch and just yeah. I mean, I guess it was more okay seventeen years ago, obviously. Right. But I mean it's it's just like it's so just looking back on it with, you know, hindsight and whatnot and you're just like yeah. oh my how did this ever get made oh my yeah. justin bartha how are you sh- how do you show your face in public um seriously it's just Extremely. really unfortunate and yeah. then it, it makes me think too like you know when they had the whole sia casting controversy for right. her new movie oh right it's like you know what they're still making mistakes like this and it's just right. like so <laughs> offensive we've it's learned so, offensive. so little yeah in 20 years almost 20 years Right. Um, yeah, we got to do better. That was awful. Yeah. Uh, also, age the worst. I'm sorry, but this did nothing to convince me that JLo and Ben Affleck <laughs> should be together. Uh, I mean, I guess technically we should say this relationship aged well, but I, apparently I was hoping to like go into this movie and be like, yes, it's awful, but like they have chemistry or like, yes, it's awful, yeah. but like seeing them kiss did not repulse me as a human being, <laughs> but like it did. And it just there's nothing about this movie that made I feel worse. I feel worse about Benefer after seeing this. No, you're right. And yeah. I was I was hoping at least like seeing them like young and hot and you know having sex would make me feel better about this. Right. But it didn't. Ooh. It didn't. It made me feel bad. Um, <laughs> they have so little chemistry in this. Like it's right. bizarre. Yeah, and I don't know if it's their fault. I don't know. It's many people's faults. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> age, Benefer has aged badly, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> since this movie. And something that has aged the best, Jennifer Lopez as a human yep. a- being, has mm-hmm. aged yep. incredibly well. Yeah. So good for her. She looks basically the same that yep. she looked here, uh, yeah. which is to say incredible. Good job, um, J-Lo. <laughs> Which takes us to our MVP category. It can only be J-Lo, right? I mean, listen, yeah. any movie we're going to watch with J-Lo, it's going to be J-Lo. That's just how we roll here. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just nothing else redeemable about this movie. There's no, there's very, we're going to talk about cameos in a little bit, but <laughs> there's very little here, I guess. Uh, I uh, mean, I, I love their relationship together. I'm mm-hmm. one of the only people in this world who thinks that they're meant to be and that this is going to be a lasting union. I was I actually, love that for you. I'm happy you. for you. I was shocked that no one else agreed with me. I'm serious. I was like kind of offended, um, but it's fine. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I think their relationship has lasted well and that I, you know, and I can only hope that they'll be together forever. So mark my words. Okay. All right. We will. Thank you. Uh, yeah. JLo MVP. I don't know how Ben Affleck has an Oscar and she doesn't. She's like a way better actor in this than he is. Yes, I would agree. (sighs) Hustlers, we missed our shot. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, God All right, let's do the lightning round. I believe Amelia wrote these. Is Ben Affleck actually hot in this movie? Yes or no? Amelia? No, he, you know, he looks like he looks and I think he's like (laughs) normally an attractive guy. But this movie, he's got the whole like Jersey Shore situation thing going on. And he have you ever seen the cartoon Johnny Bravo? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looks the hair. Like a, a dark haired Johnny Bravo. And she's yeah. like, oh, the like yeah. pompadour, the pompadour yeah. hair. He's got yes. also like the wardrobe is really tough. He's got it's like bad. The, the bowling the shirt. Sleeve, bowling shirt, but like the sleeves are a little long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his cheekbones are in fine form. I did want to note that. I was like, you're looking yeah. chiseled, my guy. <laughs> um, but also, like, Larry Geely is the least, <laughs> just Larry. Ooh, you Larry. cannot be attracted to anyone named Larry. I'm sorry. It's science. 
They it's did him really yeah, dirty in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just the least sexy name of all time. And his character's terrible. So no, he's not sexy in this movie. Kaya, <laughs> agree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could see like underneath all of the terrible styling, like he has something going yes. on, but it's like not in this movie. It's, it's working sure. against him. They're working yeah. against him. Is this movie as bad as everyone says it is? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Resounding yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes is across the board. Um, what's the best cameo? There are a couple fun cameos in this movie. Amelia? I mean, I would say I was shocked when I saw Al Pacino show up in Judah Guy <laughs> yeah. um, for more than one reason. But I, I and I also love that. Remember his comment? from like a year or so ago where he was like, I love showing up in bad movies to make them better. And, you know, <laughs> he tried. So, um, yeah, I guess it adds a little prestige. So, yeah. He injected like a little life into this movie like 60 minutes in. I was like, oh, there's Al Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> what more could you want from this movie? You know, yeah. I do appreciate that. Also, Christopher Walken shows up uh, mm-hmm. for a little bit and it has like this. <laughs> he just like walks in, does like a, four minute monologue and leaves and has never seen a reference yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, he has like this insane line reading about like ice cream and like pie. And mm-hmm. uh, he's just very weird. And he, at least he like really went for it. You know, he like made the most yeah, of his screen sure. time. And I just, I'm never like, Oh, bummer. Christopher Walken's here. You know, I'm always like, Oh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> so yeah, at least there's that. Kaya, who was your favorite cameo? <laughs> I would say Lainey Kazan. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She plays Ben Affleck's mom. She's also in uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm. Uh, And that was like maybe like one of the only enjoyable scenes throughout the movie, in my opinion. Her little (sighs) like back and forth with J-Lo with like, and I mean, it's aged incredibly poorly. But like that was like semi-enjoyable to watch. So I'm going to have to give it to her. Great call. All right. Last lightning round question <laughs> written by Amelia, which really uh, makes a large leap here. Uh, who <laughs> would you yeah. like to see in a Gili remake circa 2021? So many uh, issues with like to see, but yeah. uh, <laughs> Amelia, go ahead. Who's your pick? I think we should get Camilla Cabello and Sean Mendes in the remake. I mean, it could be a musical this time. That is an extremely, extremely cursed uh, <laughs> idea. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I really feel like they like would capture like the energy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> would yeah, be terrible. Have the, but... right, the right like cursed vibes <laughs> yeah. uh, to make that. <sighs> um, I guess if I had to choose, I mean, J-Lo and Ben back together Ooh. in Montana. They drove off into mm-hmm. the sunset together at the end of this movie. Mm. I guess they could like try to redeem themselves for this movie. Do oh, like a Gili, sure. like a 2G, 2Li, or uh, <laughs> Gili back, like, back to the Gili or something. Wow. Um, Gili, Montana Road. I don't know. Uh, oh. Anyway, they're in Montana anyway. They're together anyway. Just like make a sequel and try to redeem yourselves for the crimes against cinema that you yeah. did in this movie. Okay. Yeah. And like try to make not the entire plot be like extremely problematic. Right. Uh, I mean, all you have to do is, is nix that and it's better. So, you know. Um, this really just came to me in a fit of inspiration. I'd like to see Florence Pugh and Zach Praff remake this. Whoa. Why would you do that to me? 
They would too. Zach Braff would. would. He would be like, oh, I, can, I can fix this movie. Zach Braff's like confident enough that he'd be like, totally. I could make this better. Yeah. Me and my, <laughs> me and my muse. He's oh. tweeting at studios. Like, you know how he tweets for like Lauren Michael. He's like, cast me yeah. as a political person. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would, he would, he would do that. I'm going to, if this happens or anything remotely similar to this happens, <laughs> I'm going to blame you for manifesting it. Okay. Not take right. responsibility. <laughs> Let's let's leave this category in this movie bad, behind bad us movie. forever. Uh, and let's do Tea Time's unanswerable questions to wrap things up. Now, we teased at the top of the pod. We we're going to talk about Gwyneth. I just want to lay out what happened here and we can discuss. Guardian US sent a tweet on May 10th that said the following. Gwyneth Paltrow broke down and ate bread during quarantine. What was your lowest point? <laughs> Now, this tweet <laughs> has 9,000 replies, 21,000 mm-hmm. quote tweets, Oof. Uh, and only 5,000 likes, which means that people, that's just like an absolutely brutal ratio. People yeah. were furious. Gwyneth Paltrow was trending. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you click on this article, and then you click on this article again when it goes to the actual interview that they didn't do, it was just Gwyneth Paltrow doing an interview about the things she's been up to in quarantine and talking about how she was drinking <laughs> Two cocktails every night. She was eating bread and pasta. So it wasn't like someone went up to Gwyneth Paltrow and was like, what was your lowest point during Mm -hmm. this quarantine? What's the worst thing that happened to you this past year? And she was like, I ate bread. Like it (laughs) it was an unrelated interview that then, which again, I get it. Like we've Mm -hmm. talked a lot about how fucking annoying her habits are, how disillusioned we are with celebrity during this pandemic Mm -hmm. when real life has been so awful for so many people. But to me... This was a setup. They yeah. Yeah. purposefully sort of frame this in a way that would be that would enrage people and that would provoke a response. It I assume went above and beyond anything they expected. Yeah. I mean, all of these people took it so seriously and were responding and being like, like people died, like people tried to overthrow American government, like mm-hmm. American democracy, but like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, Gwyneth. I'm like, okay. Like, again, I get it. It was horrible for us, and Gwyneth Paltrow had it easy, but like. I guess my unanswerable question is, who's to blame here? Is Gwyneth really to blame or was this a setup? This was a setup. This is like, she's like, she's a target. Like everybody knows how out of touch she is. She's like a particular person where like when she says stuff, like every celebrity is out of touch. But like when she says stuff, people are like, how dare you? Like, (laughs) right. And so, yeah, like she's just. This was like a drive-by shooting of Gwyneth. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't ask for this. She in no way was related to this question. It was just like this weird prompt that they just like brought her into. And again, like her low point during quarantine probably was eating bread, like probably was drinking quinoa whiskey or whatever the hell she was talking about in this interview. (laughs) But it felt uncalled for. The response felt really uncalled for. Um, And so I guess in honor of Liz Kelly, I just wanted to defend Gwyneth. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, it's like, who do you think? I mean, you're reading this interview. What? Do you, how else do you think this is going to go? Like, right. It's yeah. Just, yeah. What? I don't know. But I will say she also had a great moment recently because I was looking at comments by celebs and there was and this is not really related, but I'm just going to pretend it is. Um, And there was like <laughs> a post from an Instagram account called crazy bitch probs and it's <laughs> and it's just like a text prompt that says if your dick isn't longer than your balls when it's soft lower your motherfucking voice when you speak to me and Gwyneth Jesus. Paltrow okay know, it's very intense and then Gwyneth Paltrow commented a brand new success metric exclamation Gwyneth. point 
Okay. So just an update. Fine. She's <laughs> just living her life. She's fine. <laughs> she is. Yes. Oh, and then also one more thing I forgot. Travis, Bar- not to bring back Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian and how much they're in love, <laughs> but Travis Barker also posted a in, um, a picture of a candle to his Instagram stories, and it was a heretic uh, goop candle. Oh, you know those like it smells mm-hmm. like my vagina. The candle was called "This Smells Like Courtney's Orgasm," so it was like made especially for. Travis, I guess. I don't it's I almost whatever. brought this up and then I was like, they've gone too far. <laughs> but I saw I saw that this was sent to other people. And oh, it no. literally is like a collab no. between like Goop and Courtney. However, <laughs> what happened to Poosh? I was gonna that's really rude. Oh yeah. I mean well, you I made who Poosh to, but... as a goop ripoff. Has Exa- she just given up on Poosh? And it's she's... I think so, yeah. Has anybody Poosh checked just... the site recently? Like, has it been, like, updated? Oh, yeah, every day, Kai. <laughs> it's my homepage. <laughs> no, but I look at her Instagram stories, and she's still posting, like, swipe up to learn about my moon milk matcha on Poosh yeah. or something. I don't huh, know, interesting. So clearly, Gwyneth just, like, isn't threatened by Poosh. And is like, yeah, you oh, can do a collab I mean, who would be? Yeah. Oh, what if she knows God. about Poosh? I would love to know. Oh, she doesn't even know that Sebastian Stan has been in the same movie with her like five times. So she (laughs) doesn't know. She's out of touch. Not at all. Not at all. You're right. She's just living her life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Which, you know, more power to her. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So my unanswerable question, this was a tweet uh, comparison thing that was uh, brought to the forefront by the Food Network on Twitter. Um, They tweeted this May 10th and (laughs) they asked, okay, so which is the superior sandwich? A PB&J or a grilled cheese? In parentheses, be nice. Um, And there's a picture of a (laughs) peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a grilled cheese. And I was thinking, wow, that's a great question. So my question to you all is, grilled cheese or peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I really like... First of all, how they had to add be nice. In I know. Like, <laughs> it just like goes to show like what a terrible oh, place social media God. is. Where you have to add be nice on a question of PB&J. Or Seriously. It actually is a really difficult question. Mm-hmm. I like I saw it immediately and I was like, grilled cheese. But then I thought more about it. and I was like, wait, I mean, PB&J is like the OG. Yeah. Yeah. They're but both also, tasty. Like if you're if you're like pick one for dinner tonight, I'm gonna go grilled cheese. But like it's if hardier. you're on a random Tuesday and you're making your lunch, PB and J. You're probably just gonna make a PB and J. It's really very difficult, actually. Well, yeah. it's hard too because one is savory and one is sweet. So it's oh like, my God, are you in yes. a savory mood or are you in a sweet mood? Yeah, that's so a- true. Amelia, what was your choice? Well, that see, I had the I was like, God, I don't gun to my head. I don't <laughs> know. I think. <laughs> Maybe, honestly, maybe grilled. But the thing is, what I love about grilled <laughs> cheese, I'm sorry, uh, is that you can, they can do it like gourmet. And I'm sure you can right. do that with a uh, mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly sandwich too. But I just love when they do like the grilled, like the fancy grilled cheese yes. with like, you know, the freaking like breadcrumbs in it. And or they mm. even add some jelly in it. And it's just like, like multiple, Ooh. multiple mm-hmm. cheeses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. mean, I love, I live for that stuff. For sure. Yeah. So I think I would go grilled cheese because yeah. I don't eat PB and J that often. Like yeah. you think you do, sure. but like, do you really? No, I think I'm yeah. gonna go grilled cheese. And grilled cheese, you just have like so many opportunities to like, right. you know, change it up and stuff, and like expand it. 
Yeah. yeah. The ceiling. The ceiling the is ceiling lower is on a PB&J. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Right. Also, when you have a PB... PB and J, it's like you know you need milk there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas grilled cheese, I think you it's more standalone if you want. But then you can add like a tomato soup and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So, totally agree. The worst PB and J you've ever had is not that different from the best PB and J you've ever had. Whereas <laughs> that's true. The, that is a great point. Grilled yeah. cheese versus grilled cheese. It's just you can get such mm-hmm. range. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, finishing us off. If you could have any old celebrity couple get back together like J-Lo and Ben Affleck, who would it be? Great question. Oh, I don't have a good answer. So I'm just going to stand in for Liz and say Miley and Liam. Oh, Uh, yeah. Just because, you know, they were meant to be. I do feel like they could still work it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. They were in love. That's all I I got. I feel like there's unfinished business there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? You're right. And I think... There's another couple that has unfinished business. Uh, Zach Efron, Vanessa Hudgens? Anyone? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Wow. I would actually wow. love that. Inspired. Inspired. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That is amazing. Great pick. <sighs> love them. Kaya, what about you? Well, I just had to go for the obvious choice. Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. I just want, I want to see the world set on fire. <laughs> that's the only one that would really like get to the same level as as Benifer, I feel yeah like. in oh terms of God. people freaking yeah. out yeah mm-hmm. for sure I mean they exchanged two words on a zoom call and the internet was on fire for like a week <laughs> yeah they like had so. their hands touch at the golden globe yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny <laughs> yeah yeah you're right I mean that yeah that's great pick <sighs> thank you <laughs> Kaya Great work on this podcast. We love when you truly. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. It's really been a joy. It was. So oh, much this fun. was so fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with Liz next week. We will somehow try to make her watch something worse than this, but I don't think it's possible. <laughs> thank you to Kaya, our producer and co-host this week. I'm Kate Howell. I'm Kaya McMullen, and I'm Amelia. Lundberg. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.